0: Welcome to Above the Clouds, the Angel City podcast with two homies from the upper deck. I'm Jeremy Rist. And I'm Kyle Scoble. And we go over all
1: the home games, including the ones where you win to make the fucking
0: playoffs. Playoffs, baby. <laughs> Becky Tweed wow. is the shit. Um, she Bro. got the win that we needed. Like... like- definitive best win in club history. Definitely the most
1: goals we've ever scored in a single game and like I always talk about the lack of identity and like what an Angel City win looks like and I really think that could be a blueprint. Maybe not necessarily the scoreline but like I think there's a blueprint in that game for an identity in us.
0: Absolutely, that felt like a quintessential this team performance. Yes. Um you look at a game like that against the number one team in the league. Yep. Um, albeit missing um a couple players in there. Although, who came on? They came on. They were out there. Yeah. Um, Chris, Crystal Dunn start. was out there as well. Too. Dunn was and out their, there. You know,
1: I mean, the lead leaguer, assist Sam Coffey started. Sinclair started. I saw uh, Sourbrun. I saw Brown started. Bixie. yeah. Bigsby, I mean, yeah, they definitely it was like an A minus B plus squad if you want to get technical, but it ended the game with their A squad and it did not change the flow of play whatsoever.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, easily the best win in it- franchise history. <laughs> Um, by far the best performance we've ever had at BMO. Yeah. I yeah. think maybe maybe the endo game before VAR got involved was on track <laughs> right? to become that. You know? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were, we we're trending that in this direction totally. of what this game could have been. <laughs> um, but again, like uh, the starting lineup was pretty similar to what it's been the past mm-hmm. couple games, so I think we saw cohesion start to yep. sort of pay off. Um, you know, seeing Cambaros, Emsley and LaRue up top. I'm pretty sure that's the same starting lineup as last game. Right. Um, And, you know, I was surprised to see Cam Barros in the starting lineup again over top of Alyssa Thompson. I was mm-hmm. a little surprised to see no endo there. Right. But, you know, once the game starts out and the team, you know, gets a goal and you realize you have these players on your bench, like, it just feels like the plan's working. I mean, when, yeah. you, when you score a couple goals, obviously the plan's working, but... You know, having a bench like that should always be an asset. You know, they're going to bring on Sophia Smith, but we're going to bring on two international players ourselves. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then we have other good players that ha- aren't even like international ones, mm-hmm. but we still have Jazz Spencer there. We still have Weatherholt, who's capable. We still have Labahan. Labahan. We still have Katie yeah. Johnson, who I don't even think hey, saw the field.
1: Um, where in the world is Katie Johnson?
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: side note. But no, I think you're exactly right. I think for it to be working so well like this and then to have that off the bench is just, it's in the back of the mind of your opponent. They know they have to get pretty much a first half lead. If they don't, you're going to have Ando and Thompson going against a tired defense. And I will take that against any single team in the league.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. I do not care who we're playing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so, and, and the other thing too is like, you know, credit to Becky Tweed, which I think we'll be saying. I, if there was like a, an acronym so we could shorten this, you know, I think we'll be saying it like a lot throughout <laughs> this episode. But credit to Becky Tweed of like keeping Dude. the mentality of these starting caliber players being on the sidelines. But if you watch the highlights, just as excited for these players when they're scoring, like their bench players just happy to be there. Yeah. You know, like really celebrating for their teammates and some of the first ones to give the hugs, you know, show the emotion and everything. Mm -hmm. Like somehow there's a buy-in and a team concept and everything. But I think for this game, that was probably an easy sell. Right. You know, this was a win and you're in kind of thing. Like everybody plug in and focus up, you know. Totally. I just still think the compliment needs to be given, you know, to Becky Tweed for keeping players like that happy. Exactly. And like here's the thing and and Thompson could have come in and we were up like four nothing at that
1: point. You know, like they could have just coasted and like had a run and like done it, you
0: know? Yeah.
1: But they combined for a goal. Yeah. You know, they they were hungry and they were sharp. Yeah. That that's so cool to see.
0: Yeah, that endo goal was really similar to her first ever goal, right? Um, the first ever ever Angel City goal, where it's yeah. all of a sudden endo streaking down the left side, takes a touch, looks up, and then slots it. Totally. The first of many, uh, or one of many near post goals on Bixby, yeah. who just the near post was wide the fuck open. Bixby it.
1: had a rough game.
0: Um, the huh. best thing she did was draw a yellow card on uh, yeah.
1: Uh, on Thompson. On,
0: on Thompson, yeah. She
1: went down. <laughs> yeah. And also, that she's probably lucky contributed
0: she didn't get a- to, to her 3.7 uh, yeah. overall fought mob, mob rating, rating which, is, which just is legendarily low. That's probably the lowest score I've ever seen.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, and she's lucky she didn't get a pen called against her. Like, that was a pretty oh, yeah. obvious penalty.
0: Well- yeah. At the time, it um, was unclear to me, uh, but McCaskill certainly made a show of it yeah. Uh, very demonstrative towards towards the ref and you know, kind of hands up for all of what felt like five minutes. Um also what's the point of V A R if you're not gonna at least look at that? How is that not, pause that not for review? Like, you know, she did get touched by the goalie, it was in the box. Like, just go look at it and make a judgment. I like I, I couldn't believe and I think that was before any of the scoring, right? Yeah. Or it was like maybe one nothing. Mm, it might have been zero zero. I think because the first goal comes at thirty six. So I felt like yeah, that was probably. I think that was when we you know. And I was like, man, Savannah's really trying to get this PK, but I I don't falter. I mean, like you know, if if the goalie hits you in the box, yeah, go down and make a show. Uh, like yeah, that's very worth uh the effort. And I'm just shocked that they they didn't look at it at all.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it, it's mind blowing. Uh, it's like blatant. It's not even... The ball is nowhere near the play. There's no argument for her to ever do that movement. And she puts her hands on it, right? Yes. She like reaches out. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, whatever though. We still got it. We didn't
0: even need the PK. Didn't even need the PK. Ultimately didn't matter. It was all good. All good. Um, But yeah, let's go back to the beginning of the game. What were your initial thoughts of the starting lineup?
1: I was I um I mean a little bit to our depth, it's kind of always exciting to see who we're gonna start, right? Because there's an argument for four people in these two wide attacking roles. Um and so like I don't know if surprise is the right word, but I'm just always excited to see who's gonna be there. Um and like at this point in time, I do trust Becky to put the hot hand there and yeah. be willing to cycle when necessary. Um yeah. so I was a little surprised there was not one of Endo and Thompson to start just because of their fan favorites. And they're really dynamic players, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, but at the same time, we cannot lose. And so I understand not necessarily going that route and maybe doing uh Camberos who's a little more two way than both of them. Yeah. And Emsley tracks back and trucks hard. Like oh, that's yeah. definitely a part of her play, and yeah. so like, it, it, for lack of a better term, it's safer. But I also do think it's probably smarter.
0: Um, and and so she's I'm, our are given a uh, corner taker, corner taker. You know, she's yeah. got
1: to be our team leading in assists at this point. Probably, um, definitely, yeah. You know, and so it's just like the that yeah, she needs to start. You know, Um, so it's like I get it, I get it, Um, and it's just cool. It's cool that we can have that kind of aspect to our team.
0: Yeah, but. Shouts to Allie the- Riley again, you know, back starting it, it right back. Um, great player. I mean, yeah, there were a couple games, I think, that she didn't really feature in that I think we were pretty confused by. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, in this must-win game at home, like, Captain needs to be out there. Um, and, yeah. yeah, like, she, you know, she matters so much and and she is has proven to be like very capable down the right side. I think (laughs) they were trying to switch around their lineup to get Crystal Dunn, maybe going at her, but they weren't really able to exploit that. Uh Crystal Dunn moved all over the field, kind of could not figure out where she was playing and what, and I think they couldn't really figure out where they wanted her either too, but she had some attacks down the left side and some attacks down the right side. Ultimately Mm -hmm. not super dangerous. Had a couple shots like right at Anderson that I remember. Um, Save like easy saves for Anderson. Yeah. Um, you know, I still feel very confident with Anderson back there. She's been making me a little nervous with some of her, um, you know, use of the feet in, right. in some passes, uh, not being exactly on the mark. I think Bixby, even though she got a three point seven, um, nice with the feet. Yeah. No, she, she really nice with the feet. You you saw a pretty oh. clear difference, I think, between her level there. Um, and what Anderson has but great shot saver the goal that she ended up giving up um, I thought she could have done a little bit more with um, a pretty juicy rebound that she let kind of you know fall to the other team Right? Um, maybe a punch there would have been more effective but you know ultimately giving up one goal to the best team in the league might happen you know Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah it's it's on the offense to score and especially being at home and we, we had that spades
1: yeah Exactly. Exactly. Um, and like, to the point of like, how this could kind of become what an Angel City win is like, we weathered that early storm. Like, they had most yeah. of the possession in the first 10 or 15, but they didn't necessarily have a great chance in that first 10 or 15. Yeah, And so, we, we were able to weather that, get our feet, and then kind of mix it up. And we weren't letting them get any type of tempo or rhythm to their play and then we were able to squirt these kind of like not quite counterattacks but like we find these opportunities and we take them.
0: Yeah. yeah, We get the ball and we kind of think you know after weathering the storm like that we get the ball and we kind of are a little bit more careful with possession for a little bit of kind of knowing and I think that is Becky Tweed working into the mind Mm -hmm. of the team of kind of like you know Hey look, we haven't had the ball in forever. We need to get the ball and kind of keep the ball, but you know, still be attacking and like progressive enough that yeah. this that this is going to be, you know, not just pointless possession. Uh, again, like that's been a huge difference between the Becky era and the Freya era sure. is is no longer pointless possession. Becky is not going to be just dump and chase long balls or whatever. It's not direct right. all the time, but we do figure out ways to kind of change the point of attack and then find the open forward or the mm. open, you know, outside defender and that leads perfectly to the first goal. And and I actually think the
1: second goal is the perfect example of this too because we find Emsley and she takes the moment to realize there's not anyone there yet and she toys with them and then waits for Cambaros back post, right? Yeah when before we would have been like, this is our only chance and we're going to just keep going and cross it early. Right. And that's been our complaint previously where we didn't have people there. Right. Who's making that run has been a lot of what our conversation has been about. Right. Yeah. And so there was just a little bit of tact there to wait, beat, have fun. And then the timing works a lot better. So. Yeah.
0: I I remember I had a a split second of being like, man, we are being too stagnant here. Mm -hmm. Um, when there was like three forwards and midfielders, whatever we want to call them, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you know, straight up on the six yard box, uh, just standing there for what felt like an eternity for me yeah. as, you know, as, as I was watching that and I was wondering like what, what the plan was, you know, I'm having mm-hmm. that, this is like a split second kind of thought cause it wasn't that long. Um, but then Emsley kind of like looks up and she's like, all right, I'm just going to throw the alley-oop, you know? Yeah. And, And yeah, like that's that's an advantage to having Cam Barros in there. I you know, I was I would have thought maybe start start Alyssa Thompson, but I don't think Alyssa Thompson's jumping over Megan Klingenberg to like Mm -hmm. dunk a back post (laughs) you know (laughs) thing. Like there's there's advantages and like Mm -hmm. you know, certain players like we've discussed in the past, like are good players to come off the bench. And yeah. That shouldn't be like a negative thing, but I do think like Alyssa Thompson and Endo both seem like players that are good to come off the bench. Like both yeah. of them seem like, you know, players that'll be able to give you a lift in a way that like I don't know if I see that same thing in a camberos so Like she Yeah, she's not know, an she, off the
1: bench, right? She's not more really if a she's, spark plug like that. Yeah. If she's off the bench, it's probably to protect a lead. Yeah. Um, in terms of style, totally. I, I totally, totally agree with that. Um, so
0: trying to think what else from the first half was, well, let's go back to that first goal. Um, Mm -hmm. a great example of just kind of, you know, keeping possession, having the ball on the right side, switching it over to the left, you know, finding like Sarah Gordon makes a, a good penetrating pass. Sydney LaRue receives it, lays it off to Vignola. Who's made it all the way up, up the field. Um, and we're just kind of at that point overwhelming them with numbers into the attack. You know, like mm-hmm. once once Vignola is getting that far upfield, you know, now they're outside midfielders or defenders are trying to think like, all right, who who am I guarding? Like there's just a number of black jerseys in these spaces. Um, and yeah, it's just quality passing that leads up to it. But, you know, Vignola, what she's really like provided down that left side is that athleticism to be able to get up and down the field and like get into attack and still be right. able to track all the way back. Um, plus that hunger and like desire to get on the score sheet and like make an impact. I mean, I I couldn't tell if that was a cross or a shot. Um, I th- Here's what I think it was. I think it was one of those
1: like shots that isn't necessarily intended to go in. It's intended to create that rebound save that the forward is then right there for. And it's like, if it goes in great, rather than... Because I think that's an easier way to get the ball to the forward than crossing it in that angle in a weird sense.
0: Yeah, and she's not really... She kind of looks down at the ball, and I think she just catches a glimpse of of Bixby. Um, yeah. I mean, in the in the presser, she didn't say that like, "Oh yeah, whoops, haha, happy accident." Like she was like, "I did see that she was like cheating out." I think but she I think definitely she caught a little glimpse of that and was like, "I'm just gonna hit this hard." Yeah, exactly. Like I'm
1: gonna rocket this, and if it goes in, great. But there's no way she's catching it, so there's at least gonna be this rebound.
0: And I love that, man. I love that. I love having that kind of aggression and that power coming, especially from a left back, you know, again, just like things that we have under Becky Tweed that we are just eternally grateful for is just like going with the power move. You know, I felt like under Freya, we were just so finesse, like, you know, just kind of so passive as, as an, an organization, you know, top to bottom, like there was none of the toughness and like, none of the, just I'm going to hit it hard, you know? Um, but I I love that first goal and it like you could and the celebration was insane. She was just like. You know, letting out a blood-curdling scream and like right in front of all the fans, like everyone just going ape shit. There's a great little clip of Alyssa Thompson just like can't believe what she's seeing in the highlights. <laughs> you know, like jumping up and down. But that's what I'm talking about. Of like even these starting caliber players, like number one overall draft pick, has every reason to have an ego. Yeah. But she's just having a great fucking time totally. as we're like finally able to party in this stadium with like attendance 22,000 strong. Like, mm-hmm. you know, give us a reason to fucking celebrate, you know?
1: Exactly. No, totally. Totally. It was it was it was
0: definitely the best game.
1: And I mean score had.
0: like how how critical in this game to to be the first on the score sheet. I mean, yeah. like that, like uh that you know, obviously like the game's gonna happen and, and things are gonna happen that are slightly outside of your control. And every coach will tell you before every game we want to score first, like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> um, but I mean, I like, I don't know at the, and I guess I'm doing it now too, but it's just like, we wanted to score first this game. Like we, we really needed to score first this game. Yeah. That, that was pretty huge for us.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I, I totally agree. Um, and being able to go into halftime with a multi-goldie too, right? Yeah it wasn't like, okay, we got the lead. Now we just got to hold it on. We got to grind it out. And like, they can sit there and regroup. Regrouping for two goals down is different than one. And I know that two, nothing is the most lost Dangerous lead. Sports. Yeah, it's exactly. Um, and they clearly talked about that because we came out, and we got a goal in like what the first, like two minutes of the second yeah. half,
0: you know? I mean, that's a funny phrase because everyone knows that it's an absolute blessing yeah. to be up to nothing, but it is kind of like you can get complacent and, yeah. and, and, no matter how much you tell yourself, Especially don't get complacent. An early two nothing,
1: you know. Yeah, like there's it's a lot of time left. Yeah, yeah, they had plenty of time left.
0: Yeah, but going securing that two nothing into halftime is critical. Yes, yes, exactly,
1: exactly. Um, it's, it totally is. It totally just, totally. Is. Just
0: glancing at the highlights again, too. Like so, the first goal is at the thirty-sixth uh, minute. Thirty-sixth minute yeah, shortly thereafter we get the second one. yeah, um yeah, and yeah, yeah, it's kind of like an identical buildup. you know, like yeah. the ball's on the right side. It goes to the center back. It goes kind of our left the... side
1: is our strong side in terms of like where most of our goals come from. it feels like,
0: yeah, especially adding Vignola into the into the with, lineup. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. kind of with Vignola. She gets the ball basically from midfield and just like with her speed takes it all the way up to the 18 draws a defender. So that they start to collapse on her. Mm-hmm. And then that's what frees up Emsley on the backside yeah. who, who like gets a second to kind of think about it and does a little move. Yeah. does a little move, but it's then it's like, yeah, we finally get the timing, right? Yes. You know? So like we have exactly players in the box. We have players ready. I mean, that's a tough chip with the left foot to get over such a tall goalie. Um, but as long as you make it to the t- over the tall goalie that should be a dunk yeah. and then you know Cam Barros absolutely slammed it Juan Vargas nailed the image of Shaq with the <laughs> <I> know <laughs> with the dunk and the push and you know i mean it was just like it was absolutely that um that was that was so powerful but you know again uh credit to Becky setting the lineup to have the right kind of balance of Emsley who's going to be able to serve and then you know two targets in there like Sydney can can get her head on something and Camberos clearly can too. I mean yeah. I I really have to like reset my understanding of like what Camberos is capable of cuz I would not have thought that you know power headers like that would be like something here's, in her arsenal up to that here's point. Here's
1: the thing about Camberos that I love. Her positioning is so good. Like she really puts herself in just very solid positioning.
0: Mm-hmm. it
1: makes it a lot easier for herself at that point, yeah um and it's yeah, I just think she has a very uncanny ability to be at the right place at the right time. and that is just a feel of the game that you can't really teach,
0: yeah, just like a soccer plan ass soccer player. and I love another another insane clip of the celebration and at this point of the game, Alyssa Thompson no longer can believe what she's seeing. She is just <laughs> hands hands over her mouth, like in absolute stunned, you know, but like still looking like the most excited person in the building. Like I'm yeah. um, uh like <laughs> I just love seeing bench reactions to, yeah. to like epic moments and like it's it like the the Angel City team was just like does not disappoint. Yeah, it just does not disappoint. <laughs> like people are, you know June Endo's like both hands in the air just like a, a happy little kid again. Cla- the classic June. This is um, the classic June celebration. Yeah, so good. Uh <laughs> We have probably not really of worth, but like a nice little professional foul from Madison Hammond that garnered the first yellow card of the game in the forty-third minute. Madison um,
1: and Henri had pretty solid games. Of like, we didn't really say your name, and that's because you shut the team down and you didn't get beat.
0: Yeah, they were they were they were close to perfect. Henri pulled out an eight point three. Um, I think she was real solid. I think yeah. I think that was her best
1: game for us yet.
0: By far her best yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. The credits to Becky for her, for working her in at one point, I was wondering what exactly she was bringing out there. Like it seemed like she wanted to kind of play the six yet. We'd worked so hard on getting Hammond comfortable with playing the six. And then yeah. like we're pairing her with Weatherholt, but that pairing wasn't really doing much because Weatherholt doesn't really do much. So mm-hmm. getting like Hammond into, into the lineup with Henri is absolutely the right call. Um, and if you look at that the um, I
1: forget which count posted it this week, um, maybe it was Taylor Vincent posted the passing networks, yeah, and Hammond and Henri are pretty much same level, just right on either side if you split the field down the middle, yeah, um. Like I would, our, I would wonder if that wasn't
0: a change this this week from last week to be kind of like, Henri, you got the left, Hammond, you got the right. It seemed like that, that yeah. was maybe an emphasis because it was very clearly defined in ways mm-hmm. that I hadn't felt like it was leading totally. up to this
1: game. I agree. And it definitely seemed to work better. Um, it definitely seemed to work better. But our 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 passing network, our positioning on all that, it was really pretty. I mean, it was like right where we wanted to be.
0: Yeah, all the shapes and diamonds and triangles you would want to see, everything both properly weighted. Backs yeah.
1: We're past the center backs and with the midfield. Yeah. Like it was it was perfect.
0: Yeah, we so. we were the and and again, like from the um the slow start that you pointed out to eventually get on the right side of that and be able mm-hmm. to kind of create those diagrams is like, you know, the game within the game kind of thing. Yeah. But exactly. It just shows it shows how kind of like perfectly the game plan was executed
1: and that we're okay with them having possession like because we know how to defend we know where we need to be and we're yeah. not threatened if you have it in the middle of the field yeah yeah so um so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. played
0: portland a lot like we know this this, <laughs> this team like, we know this yeah. enemy you know i mean this is like a team that we're pretty familiar with so we should not be too shocked that they have the ability to get on the ball and possess the ball for a little bit it's a good team like they've beaten us before many times actually yeah. you know so when uh
1: one thing i noticed that's kind of funny is our path to the to NWSL Cup is our challenge cup group.
0: Well, yeah, cuz i mean like as we pointed out many times like the west coast is where the strongest teams are like it's a little bit insane that we have to <laughs> battle these teams in the challenge cup, but it's good too. I mean, you want to play great. the best. Like i'm not trying to play a bunch of scrubs and then go into the regular season and have it be so different. Like it's you'd rather have kind of you know, play against the best and everything, and that's what that's what all you know good athletes want to do anyway. So,
1: totally, and it's yeah. a lot easier to be trying new strategies rather than having to keep winning and guessing what they're going to change to, right? Yeah, and so because we haven't had that previous success, we kind of have the ability to do what we want. Um, yeah, and keep them guessing
0: and i do feel like we've had success against them as far as like scoring goes but also right. like we haven't had success against them as far as like results go so like i there was a, a confidence of like knowing that we could score against this team totally. but also just like added frustration of like but we could also give up backheel goals to their goalie and stop yeah, I yeah mean, we had a knack of like, like late know. goals against them right giving yeah, up so, late ones so these, these this is kind of the opponent that there was even like extra juice, not just like situationally what the dynamic had created yeah. of like when and you're in the playoffs, kind of essentially, you know. Um, but yeah, this this was a uh, an opponent who was maybe not as scary to us as the standings would have said,
1: right? Yeah, or even is. earlier in the season, quite frankly. Yeah. So like if we had Freya, I was never
0: ever gonna pick us, you know? Yeah, no.
1: So um, so totally. Yeah,
0: yeah, total. Yeah. Totally. I predicted a 3 0 Angel City win um before the game. There I did we go. say that. I said that out loud. Okay. Um a little bit joking, but kind of feeling the confidence of like yeah. there was there was a good vibe um, you know, before the game. I was just feeling kind of like ready to go. I you know, and I'm I'm glad that Freya kind of ran, or uh, Becky ran it back from I'm gonna see what the starting lineup was. For the previous Against game, because I'm pretty Houston? sure this was almost exactly it.
1: Yeah. I think so. I'm going to check that
0: out real quick. Yeah, Spencer played right back. Oh, no, this is a little bit different. But yeah, Camberos, right. McCaskill, Emsley, and LaRue up top with Henri and Hammond. But then we had Spencer at right back and Endo at left back. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then today we had Vignola at left back. um And Riley, and at-, Riley at right back. Right. So, yeah, slightly different, but still basically basically yeah. the same front six. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which is good. We won't that being either.
0: said, let's take a little break. On the other side, we'll continue the discussion on this incredible W. See you soon. Right. And welcome back. Uh, so basically, we just finished the first half of mm-hmm. this. We got into the second
1: half. We got into Sav's goal right after, right at the start of the second half.
0: Oh, do I? don't think we did.
1: Yeah. Cause we talked about how it was great that we scored the third goal so like two minutes into the second half.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Um, well, I, yeah. Let's, I want to highlight that one a little bit more. Okay. <laughs> um, but I was also going to say, you know, didn't, did you want to come to the front of the congregation maybe and and say some words on, you wanted to speak on Savannah McCaskill? Savannah has been doing really amazing
1: recently and I am a hater of her and I'm still a hater of her, but she's been doing really amazing and we need to respect that. You know, she has two goals and assist over the last two games and these were most wins. And that's a, the stats you need out of your offensive engine to get to the playoffs. And she gave us that for this final two games. Yeah. W- with that said, In all competitions, she's still seventh in the team in goals and assists per ninety, and that's just not good enough for your attacking center mid that plays almost every single minute.
0: Yeah, and you know, I like at halftime um, when we were when we were talking and everything. I think I told you that I counted like twelve or thirteen turnovers. Her passing percentage was over sixty
1: percent last game.
0: God, dude, that like that's not good. Yeah, I I mean, and that feels high. That feels high. I yeah. I could not believe the amount of times that that we had the ball and we would work it around the field and it would find her feet and then just be lost shortly thereafter. I, I'm, this is a this is a stat too that we need to have in soccer stats giveaways giveaways turnovers yeah also possession turnovers, something right? like that like that's so easily trackable. I, totally. I can't believe that's not a soccer stat. But did she backheel in that goal? Oh. I don't know. Like, was that actually, a cheeky left footed little like thingamajig? Probably so, like, all she right. was feeling it.
1: So like, Crystal, she, she was trying that kind of stuff.
0: Crystal Dunn also like uncharacteristic turnover and then gets mm-hmm. like beat by Emsley and basically like in a foot race down the field. Now Emsley's like toying with Crystal Dunn. I was like, I cannot believe what I'm seeing. The,
1: the confidence like, in Emsley was amazing.
0: And then she and then she plays it down. And Vignola once again. Now that's this is three times. The first three goals all come down the left side with Vignola streaking down and involved. Mm-hmm. I swear it looks like McCaskill like backheels this with her left foot or may, like I can't really see exactly what she does. Mm-hmm. Um, big old hug with June Endo again. Like love seeing the yeah. subs show show love. Um, totally. All right. I'm going to put my eyeballs on this one. I'm like, what the hell? Um, Cannot believe that Emsley's toying with Crystal Dunn like this. She's got the ball like kind of like dangling it in front of her before she does a absolutely filthy, perfectly weighted backheel pass. Okay. No, it's not a, it's not a backheel that she finishes it with. She just kind of, she doesn't really open up her hips and somehow kind of redirects the ball. But again, Uh. near post wide the fuck open on Bixby yeah. who is just having an absolutely oh, uh, nightmare from like protecting oh, uh, the, the near post. What is you doing? Um, not sure why that Henri uh, clip made the, the highlights of her just kind of like <laughs> spraying a, spraying a a very bad left footed cross out of bounds. That's probably what kept her from getting a perfect score on the day. Um, yeah. But yeah, again, like incredible performance from her. But yeah, how critical to come out of the half um and get a quick goal quick. to go from two nothing to three nothing. I yeah. mean, that was that yeah. was icing on the cake.
1: And it renders um, the entire halftime speech from the Portland coach useless.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. Whatever he said. Yeah. <laughs> it's is anyway. not applicable and they <laughs> yeah. do not have a chance
1: to regroup anymore until maybe a heat hydration break.
0: All right, so, and that brings us to the 50-minute mark where we get the absolutely insane goal <laughs> of the match, goal of the year, um, probably goal of the year in the NWSL. Are we over-hyping it because it's our team? I mean, it feels like this is a legit bicycle kick. This her is a f- legit bicycle kick. Her foot might be still a little bit on the ground, but she damn near is like two, two feet in the air. Right in front of the supporters section, Um, you know, another, uh, another kind of uh, is that a bad play from Bixby? I'm not really sure. Um, The ball gets rifled off of her hands. Um, Right, there's probably not much she can do there. It's just a reaction. Yeah, but Sid Larue reaches back and legit bicycle kick. I I could not believe it. Um, I think both feet are technically in the air. Um, and yeah, and the skill that it takes to get that up and over and down. I mean, that's still an incredibly difficult bicycle kick, man. Yeah. Oh. Um, they're saying in the presser that she does work on that. Uh, which is, which is, I guess not surprising to hear given, yeah. given how she like actually pulled that off. Was um, so ready. <laughs> but yeah, unbelievable moment. Um, definitely the best goal that I've seen at BMO. Um, um, that I mean, that was just insane. Like, I can't believe that they don't just end the game after that. It feels like that should be a walk off.
1: I mean, port. Did you see the Portland players react? No, they like don't because they're just like, oh, it's this kind of game. Like, yeah,
0: they're just like <laughs> they, what? they
1: they understand what's going on.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're just like, dude, these this other team just showed the fuck out. Uh, and yeah, yeah. And um, then we do give up a goal, which is unfortunate, but. Um, We're okay and that and that had implications on the playoffs. In that moment in time, it did. In that moment
1: in time, that cost us fifth place in the playoffs. And Gotham actually went ahead of us on goal differential. Um, and then Junendo was like, Wait, what?
0: Hold on." Yeah, and then she got activated. She was not gonna let she was not gonna sit idly by as a as another Japanese player got on the score sheet.
1: (laughs) She's like, Whoa, 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 whoa. This is my stadium, girl. Yeah. But it was just a great answer. It was just like, you know, it's exactly what you want after giving up a goal, regardless of the the lead at that point in time.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's none of that like hanging our heads, like mm-hmm. things start going like, oh, no, like the other teams like scored, you know, and like we're going to slump our shoulders and start kind of like feeling bad for ourselves. And like yeah. maybe today isn't the day or whatever. It just kind of, you know, it was like, yeah, it was like our ability to brush that off and get back to playing hard was was like I think everything that you would look for in the mm-hmm. in that response from your team. And it's just
1: such a confidence building play going into the playoffs next game, right? You know,
0: because we're not really known for coming back. <laughs> it's not yeah. not our thing, yeah. right? Well, that's what but I was just, getting at. Is like we're we're known as being like all you got to do is rattle our confidence a little bit, and then we we'll yeah. lose all of it.
1: Exactly. Know? Exactly. Yeah, so so this just does a great job on kind of moving past that um, and building confidence for those. I do see.
0: um, I'm reminded of a clip of Allie Riley walking off the field. I think I'm relieved to not have heard anything about an official injury diagnosis. It could go. It's it could go either way at that point, though. Yeah, I'm 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 remaining optimistic on that one. I didn't see exactly what it was, so I'm hoping it's not anything too bad but yeah you never want to see her going out for those reasons although I do think and she that was time, down for a while the time of the game that she she was down for a while but that was kind of a good time to be pulling her out as well too
1: regardless um, but right, it looked yeah. like she
0: wanted to kind of give it a go and wasn't able to so that part yeah. definitely made me nervous um
1: yeah yeah
0: but yeah hoping that she's okay I mean again like I, I do think she's kind of like you know, a defensive rock back there that we can kind of count on, you Mm -hmm. know, with, without her, we're going to have to do the converted right back. Yeah. You know, thing. And like, while I think Jasmine Spencer is absolutely capable and, and prove we've proven that we can get results with her. It's just Mm -hmm. a little bit of a different, you know, maybe less defensive, um, formation there. And, but yeah, anyway, back to, back to endo, um, you know, again, scoring near post, right? Because that was just so wide open all day. I mean, was it <laughs> something that was like said, you know, for the team of like, hey, look near post or something? Yeah, right. Like, my God. Yeah. Um. It was just wide the fuck open. And for for Alyssa Thompson to combine with her there too is is so awesome. And mm-hmm. also just like absolutely proves that Becky was like pushing the right buttons and having the right players on the field at the right time. Um, and and when Thompson won the ball connect, on that play, right? I'll go
1: back and see. I'm pretty sure she kind of wins the ball right there. And one of the big knocks against Thompson this season is she hasn't done enough defensively. And I do think ultimately that's why she kind of lost her starting role. Mm-hmm. And so it was just really good to see that kind of like a hustle, win the ball back, get the assist play from her, right? Yeah, It's it about was, like it was understanding more, your role.
0: It was more hustle, win the ball than it was okay. like a clean win of the ball. But okay. she was Johnny on the spot and... And like, you know, she got there and and made the decisive pass and everything too. Right. But yeah, to go from being a sub to then like getting a stat, I think is is absolutely critical. Yeah. And like kind of proves that she's good off the bench. You know, mm-hmm. it may, that might not be exactly what you want to... Prove that I'm like a good off the bench player, but you, you can't prove that you're a bad off the bench player. Yeah, right. Then you're yeah, not yeah. going to be. Then you, you'll soon be traded or forgotten. You know. Right. But you, you got to do something to show you can impact the game, and then work towards you know figuring out a way to you know bring that as as a starter for 90 full minutes. Um, she's also like still 18. <laughs> Yeah, exactly.
1: Like not even nineteen. <laughs> exactly.
0: And I'm I'm sure it's I think part of that is is probably, you know, what Becky's using to explain mm-hmm. to her that like, dude, it's it's like yeah. you're gonna be in this league for a long time. Don't worry about it. Like you're, you know, we gotta go with these hot hands right now. I'm sure that she's kind of she seems to be um, you know, saying the right things to to get her to still buy in and not, you know, check out dude, um
1: I did not realize how young Camberos is.
0: How young is Cambaros? She's twenty-two. Oh wow! Wow. Endo,
1: Damn. Camberos, and Thompson are all under the age of twenty-four.
0: Yeah, that's really good. That's pretty amazing. How old's Vignola? I figured that she was kind of young too, right? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Okay. I mean, that's still that's still young.
1: Yeah. Her and Hammond are twenty-five. Emily's um, twenty-nine. I didn't realize that. I thought she was younger than that.
0: All right, stats, stats, stats. Let's do stats. Uh, possession, they beat us 54 to 46. That's fine. Y'all can have it. Um, total shots, we had 13 I mean, to their eight. Shots quick, on target, nine to six. Quick antidote about the possession. Like
1: 45 is a fine number, especially as a team that is wanting to be a little more counter and we choose our moments of when we go forward. You're You're kind of always going to be sitting under 50% with that just style. And so sitting Mm -hmm. at 45, I think is right where we want to be.
0: Yeah. Um, I also look at the corners stat. Uh, this is something (laughs) that I think has been plaguing us a little bit. Um, four to three in corners is like, just kind of very normal numbers. You know, like I, in, in games past, we've been in the double digits with corners. No one's getting ahead on the ball. Right. We're not going short. We got Emsley just like poor little Emsley running side to side, doing like right corners, <laughs> then left corners, then right corners again, then left corners. Then it gets cleared and she's sprinting back on defense. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you guys, this this isn't working. I think Ball is the one that they're crediting with being our like set piece guy. Um, Daniel, we got to talk. We, we got to figure something out with, with these corner kicks. I mean, if if you remember before the game, I was telling you like, maybe we just put Katie Johnson in there just to figure out a way to just be slightly more dangerous on corner kicks. Um, You know, it is a a tried and true way to score. You know, you should just be lofting balls in there, but it seemed like nothing was really happening there. But for us to score five goals, none of those are on corner kicks. Yeah. I mean, it's
1: like, if we're not going to put Keijo in, let's just play it short every once in a while then. Like,
0: let's like mix it up somehow, some way. Play it it's short, just try to figure out how to get it into the six and just kind of yeah. make a little scrum and see if we can't just like poke something in. Totally. Um, but I, I mean, all that to say, like, I finally feel like we didn't have a problem with corner kicks. You right. know, it wasn't this like eye rolly, like, oh my God, another corner kick, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which it had started, started to get to to feeling like that. But, um, yeah, I guess I, so so back on McCaskill for a second because, you know, as I was kind of like counting up a lot of these turnovers in the first half and again, kind of having the same gripes that we that we typically have with her there, um, something is working better with her, Henri and Hammond in mm-hmm. this midfield partnership than I think, you know, just fully leaning into the recency bias of this like five to one performance against Portland, like Right, that that center midfield obviously worked there, you know, totally. and there was just like a good defensive balance, and I don't know. I mean, I didn't feel like, you know, she's still pressing up and essentially playing like a center forward, but she is like slightly with withdrawn to what Larue is doing. Um, but all, you know, all of that worked, and and everything works as long as this player is getting goals and assists, you know, so, from, from that position, everything else can be forgiven because we want her trying the, the difficult stuff. So maybe right. turnovers can be forgiven, you know, I if think you're pressing the right buttons.
1: Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think slightly to answer your question, in the past couple of games, it feels like Sav has focused on playing the ball a little quicker, wondering and two-touching a lot more. And that has kind of been the foundation of my gripes with her
0: is it felt like her
1: her felt like her instincts was to slow the game down when all of our other attacking players don't want that yeah and so that's where a lot of my griping comes from and in these past couple of games she feels like she's playing faster she's running harder she's doing one and two touch more and wow we just smacked a team five one yeah. Like I I love that and I love seeing that from her. But yeah. it does feel like it's been different the past two games and I agree with you there. And maybe maybe it's been a concerted effort to try to play a little bit differently. Um but maybe I'm just making that up. I don't know. Do you do you feel like she's been trying to do that more the past couple of games?
0: Uh, I mean, certainly in this game, I feel like she knocked it out of the park and and you know played well enough to earn her like yeah seven point six rating. I mean that's mm-hmm. a a great score. So obviously like she's doing there's some sort of like statistical thing that she's doing that's like helping get her that score. I mean I'm kind of just as puzzled as as you are with her. I mean or you know early on it was easy for me to defend her by saying like she scores goals. So yeah, she know. had seven goals last year. That's no joke. Um and but then like this year with that not really happening, I, I was just kind of seeing the slow play, which I think is very accurate description yeah. of her of her game style. And then also just a player that was like a little bit more finesse than I wanted her to be with mm. this like frame where it looks like she could get physical in a way that Henri does or in a way right. that like LaRue does and, and do a little bit more boxing out and stuff. But she's a little quick to go to the ground um, would rather draw that foul you know instead of like getting low and using using her balance like that but I mean you know this is the kind of player that she is I think she's a pretty unique um just kind of different type of player that that does totally. provide a different element to what the attack could have um and so you know here we are with with her starting to get hot at the right time is is like what it feels like totally. I mean, with with a Savannah McCaskill scoring goals and getting assists, I mean, I, I feel much better with her in the lineup, you know. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the, totally. The, dumb, the dumbest comment of the night. But it's just like, <laughs> you know, it's But I think it's that's like, also
1: just the reality of the position she's playing too, right? Yeah. Like that position needs to be involved in goals. And like yeah. I'm sorry, but just 0.39 goals and assists per ninety in two thousand minutes is just a tough one for me,
0: yeah, because that's goals and assists. Yeah, um, yeah, it's not. It's yeah, that's kind of like impacting scoring one way or the other. It's giving you a lot of opportunity to get to get a stat there. You know, yeah, that's I not mean, just just goals, which I think you would judge maybe a center forward by,
1: right? Um, so, so yeah. yeah, I mean, like pretty much every offensive player is ahead of her in that. Lebahan, Larue, Camberos, Endo, Emsley, and Thompson all have a higher goals and assists per 90. Interesting. So, you know, yeah, and that, that excludes minutes, right? Cause it's a per 90 basis. Yeah. So,
0: but she's rewarding the club's faith and loyalty in totally. her by, by getting hot at the right time. And, and that's something that a veteran and, you know, somebody with experience is going to bring to the table is kind of like that situational awareness, not right. of just the game and where you totally. are on the field, but where you are in the season. Totally, and so you know she is that kind of player. She does yeah. have that professional experience, and if Definitely if a player does. like that can turn it on at the right time and get hot at the right time, I and mean, we're seeing it in baseball, you know, with yeah. all these upsets and the good teams, you know, going right. out, the NWSL set up just like the terrible way the MLB playoffs are like playoffs? the regular season doesn't really matter. If you saw that tweet going around about, I was going to say, especially you know, with the shield news, yeah, what, what the shield is. It's like a $60 buy a plate and engrave the <laughs> plaque on like something that they probably do at just like every corporate hell in America. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you know, we're doing that as the NWSL and handing that out. Um, you know, sixty dollar engraving plate, like that's what we're playing for. Uh so yeah, it's cool to skip that and just get hot at the right yeah. time and yeah, perfectly you know okay with that. Um and go into a game that we now have um at Seattle. Uh and obviously, you know, tough opponent, tough test, but you Friday. gotta feel pretty good going on, Dude, you know.
1: How much would you pay to go to Megan Rapinoe's retirement game? Um because I mean that's kind of what Friday is, am I right? Yeah, I mean what what two <laughs> two hundred bucks? Like I don't know.
0: <laughs>
1: Friday night though, I mean I am slightly surprised it's a Friday night game that's coming up on this Friday.
0: Yeah, damn, I gotta get prepared. Oh wow, it's already I'm pretty the 16th. sure. Yeah, because it's yeah, the twentieth. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So it's Friday the twentieth, seven p.m. kickoff. I'm probably gonna still be at work. News, I got a job, y'all. <laughs> it's <laughs> awesome. We love working, Um, but yeah, Friday night at seven.
0: Yeah, I guess like this. Yeah this this could be the last uh, the last Rapino, hence hence your joke there. Yeah, Um, this is it. This could be. That'd be
1: some pretty sweet motivation.
0: It would, although I mean, you tried to heckle Rapino for a little bit at at BMO (laughs) Stadium, and (laughs) were quickly met with like scorn. Scorn. Um, People implying she might
1: sky a PK.
0: Yeah, people did not did not want to hear that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to even to prey on Rupino's downfall. She's been such a yeah. legend.
1: No, totally. Um, yeah, that that joke is in jest. Um, yeah, but it w- it would be fun to go get an away win, right? Like,
0: yeah. And I mean, here yeah, here's the team thing: though, we've we, only lost once in the past fourteen games. Oh yeah, and and this team, I mean, what we just did to Portland, and You're I'm the I'm really hottest glad team in the league i'm I'm shocked that we are going so quickly into the playoffs because you know, I felt like I was I was a little bit you know kind of dreading that there would be too long of a of a gap here right and like a two three week period for us to kind of like cool off. but oh man, I mean going into Friday you're like i I feel so good about this like I'm knocking on wood over here, but like totally. I, I feel so good going into a game on Friday. I yeah. mean, if we don't run back that same starting lineup. Yeah. You, know, you got to go.
1: Got to go. Same lineup. Hopefully Riley's good to go. Um, Riley. Riley depended. Right. Yeah. Fingers yeah, crossed
0: yeah. there. But um, I think, you know, Jasmine Spencer can, can definitely fill in and provide a much needed offensive lift to that team from the right mm-hmm. side. You know, and I think um, she can cover Pino. I don't love that matchup, but but she she would. Be I don't g- think Pino's
1: fast enough to like get by her or anything, right?
0: Right, and and certainly like Spencer's veteran enough to not be kind of fooled by some trickery that maybe mm-hmm. maybe somebody else would. Um, let's see, what's our but head Pino's head? a vet
1: and a legend for a reason.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I'm kind of like if like essentially we're also still talking about like a converted forward on. You know the legend that right. is Rapino there. So, um,
1: but I, I do see. think I don't think Rain are injured at all. Like I think they're going to be full full strength.
0: Yeah, and that's Alana Cook in the back. We have zero wins in our history against them, one draw, yeah. and six wins for OL Rain. Um, our our record is much better against Portland Thorns. We're totally. like. Three, two, and two, or something. I think with with them winning three times and us now two, Uh Um, but yeah, we are o six and one against the feared uh, (laughs) O L Rain, who aren't even brave enough to put Seattle in their name. Um,
1: But but they might be soon,
0: (laughs) you know. Yeah, maybe this maybe this will if we just slap five on them.
1: Is that right? Yeah, because Michelle Kang, the owner of the Spirit, bought the women's side of Olympic Leon, and part of that deal was she wasn't going to get the ring, and that would be sold separately.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um. So they they might be switching away back to Seattle, no matter what.
0: And Sophia Huerta is injured, no, or is she? She might be. I I heard a rumor of of her injury. Um, But I also heard that she was like back and progressing well. um, Okay. Or something. So, I mean, I'm not exactly sure. So, she played, she
1: subbed in in their last game. Okay, yeah, but didn't start. Did not start. Subbed in in the 70th. Okay. So, she seems to be the only normal player. Well, I mean, Balser came in. They have Sam Hyatt. Man, oh, Lavelle didn't play at all last game. Rose, don't know. Okay, so is is she hurt? I don't know. She's listed as a sub, though. Interesting. Um, but why would why
0: would they not play Rose Lavelle?
1: Yeah, I feel like that's got to be an injury
0: because they needed to
1: win to get like they weren't guaranteed. They needed a result in this game.
0: Yeah. Okay. But maybe they
1: were going to see what it was like at halftime and if they needed her, bring her in. I don't know.
0: Yeah, and I guess they were up... Well, they weren't even up at halftime. Oh, yeah, that's right. They scored
1: like three goals in 12 minutes in the second half.
0: Yeah. I don't know then. Interesting. But yeah, in their starting lineup, that's a lot of names um, that you would recognize between yeah. Rapinoe, Quinn, Fishlock, Heidema... Sonnet. Sonnet, Cook. Cook. <laughs> um, yeah. And they had a game where I mean, everybody till,
1: uh, the forward, she plays for Canada too.
0: Yeah. Every everyone got in the seven or above on, on Fot Mob for them as well, too, in a game that they won three nothing against the Chicago Red Stars, who we had a tough time against this year. Those um, Red Stars,
1: man, they'll get those
0: you. Damn Red Stars, man. Um yeah, man. Uh, so that was that was the game, and that's the uh, the upcoming playoff battle that we have here. Um, tremendous performance. I mean, it can't be said enough. The I mean, Tweed's got the job now. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm locking her into like a five year deal at Dude, this point, I mean, you know, cause I don't, I think I got to imagine that she's going to have other offers now, even too, at this point, you know, yeah, going into the off season, I think she might be a pretty highly sought after. So like the I price, th- yeah, price might be going up. Totally. Um, uh, but I this totally is where, you know, like. Coaches is where you can break the bank. I mean, yes. this is where wealthy owners have the ability to there be wealthy owners. No salary cap for coaches. Yeah. So, I mean, and she's in the driver's seat there. Like, what's she asking for? Like, mm-hmm. just like, let's go ahead and give it to her. Like, I don't really think that you could turn your nose up at a person that wins five to one in a must win game to get into the playoffs and then gets you into the playoffs like... Were we not the last place team in the league? If not last place, we were tied. We were
1: were tied for last.
0: We were tied for last. Yeah, technically
1: we were were second to last on goal differential, but we were Um, tied on points for last place.
0: Yeah. So yeah, not dead last, but okay, like second to dead. (laughs) Like we were in last place. Yeah, it was tied. (laughs) Um. Yeah, to go from last place and just looking like hard to watch.
1: Hard to to watch.
0: um, to this and then you know um the postgame presser with with Sarah Gordon <laughs> and Vignola saying like should she get the job I mean like everyone is like there's no saying, way like, you
1: can go against Sarah Gordon saying abso fucking
0: yeah and also why why she hasn't been signed um y'all that is fought, scary it's fought weird mob, fought mob aside um I thought she was the best defender out there and has She's been an iron the whole one. She year. played
1: every single minute this oh year.
0: Oh, my God. Like, my ACLs just, like, wince when I hear that. Like, <laughs> I can't even believe that she pulled that off after coming back from an ACL. Because, like, as someone who's had to do that myself, like, I always look at athletes as kind of, like... Well, it would sure be nice if they came back from this ACL, Mm -hmm. but, but nothing is ever really guaranteed. I'm always very cautious with a player like that, you know, just because that, that injury is so severe. Um, Especially when
1: there's like, they were a high performer beforehand, right? Right. So like they expect to get back to that level.
0: I mean, it's just—it's the most impressive shit in the world to come back from from an injury like that and be like able to perform at this level. Like, whenever she falls down, I'm just like, (sighs) yeah, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like there's a brief moment that. But like she, you know, she was just as physical as everyone else. She got stuck in many times um, throughout the season. She withstood a bunch of like nicks and and dings and bruises. I'm I'm sure you know, especially Mm -hmm. playing defense, like, um. But yeah, so confident on the ball, great passer. Like you know, um, she's won Jess over completely. Jess is like, who's she dating? Like we got to start yeah. to figure out. You know, we, we got to figure out what the whole backstory is here and everything. And yeah, like she's she's um somebody that we absolutely have to lock down. If we lock down Sid Larue already, I'm wondering why we haven't locked down Sarah Gordon. And I'm pretty sure we signed to Ma. To an extension? Yeah, we, we've signed a number of extensions. Um, Sarah's got to be next.
1: Dude, got to.
0: Um, and I don't think she wants to go anywhere else after no having way. having done this. So if, if we're really over here trying to get her to take that hometown discount, I think we should reconsider and just kind of get up to that number that she wants. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know her age? Because I'm pretty Uh, sure that like at least three years, I I would say probably like three. I think she's like 28. Let me see. Where are you? She's feeling like a three-year deal to me.
1: She is. She was born in '92, so she's 31 actually. She's she's younger than me.
0: Damn. Yeah. I still man. a three-year deal. Yeah,
1: like center backs can center backs can age into their 30s no problem.
0: Yeah. And and uh Yeah, I mean she like our defense is just so rock solid with her back there. Um mm-hmm. her, you know, her and Nielsen are a great pairing together. I do still think Megan Reed is totally serviceable and Totally. is totally. probably like solidified in that Third center back slot. I think right. like first off the bench. Yeah. We did a great job utilizing that rotation this year as mm-hmm. well, too. Where totally. you know, um between Paige maybe sometimes going out wide if we needed her to and, and filling in. Like I just I can't believe that this season ended up working out, man. Yeah. Like I literally can't it's believe silly. it like we were we were on this fucking thing losing our minds with like <sighs> all those like terrible disappointments and we were becoming like oh angel city like like they joke on rexum like oh they pulled a rexum it was yeah. like angel city was out here like creating new terminology of like <laughs> the most disappointing kind of like insane results they could pr- produce um and just some weird shit just weird energy like was yeah. not like was not particularly watchable either too. Like I'd yeah. really wondering if I wanted to sign up again for, for season tickets. I was it like, was dude.
1: not just results. It was not passing the eye test in any way, shape or form.
0: Ex- yeah, that's, that's exactly yeah. what I'm trying to get at. It's like, yeah. okay, totally. so parking and downtown location, totally. like all this shit is like so difficult. I want to find a team. I want to support a team. Like, you know, is this really going to be it? Like, you know, it just wasn't feeling like, it wasn't feeling like It wasn't feeling right for, you know, for so much of this, the first half of the season. Um, Yeah. And there's a really cool thing that you get that like early boost, obviously, from like a new coach. You get new energy. Mm -hmm. People feel like they got a clean slate. They want to kind of prove themselves again. But Becky turned that and then showed that she actually has substance behind it. Yeah. Um, The way that she's got people playing... It feels like a very professional and intelligent style of soccer. Um, You know they're situationally prepared. Mm -hmm. They're definitely way tougher. I mean we've said that a million times. We can't emphasize it enough. Just like there was just a general physicality and kind of like determination that the team was playing with that you just hadn't seen Mm -hmm. up to up to this point. She's got the British accent, which just counts so much for a coach's credibility and Street any even you know, unlocked like just watch any american soccer show and you know that there's just 14 different british accents on that thing to lend <laughs> like credibility to the show cuz god knows we won't be able to identify if this is soccer or what it is without a british accent explaining it to us but she's got that in spades <laughs> couldn't agree more <laughs> She's got that in spades. I mean, I just, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm blown away, man. I'm blown away. I, I can't believe that we turned it around. We went 14 games with one loss. One loss under Becky Tweed to kind of, I mean, squeak into the playoffs. Eight wins, eight wins in 14 games. Eight wins, one loss in 14 games, man. That's insane. In, insane. And I don't know if she can win like coach of the year because she only got it for half, but I mean, I would like to see... Yeah, what's the eligibility? (laughs) I would like to see who else has a better argument. I mean, is it Casey Stoney? She was (laughs) on the hot seat at the beginning of the season. She was. She was. um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like San Diego...
1: Becky was was never on the hot seat. Yeah. Um, And like... Yeah. I think the only reason you know you don't go for Becky is because you, for some reason she didn't coach enough games for you. I think mean, that's kind of the only knock against her and the only reason to not select her.
0: Yeah, and that's like a technicality outside of her, and the I, and I think it's, I think it's
1: rendered meaningless by the fact that she they got to the playoffs.
0: Right, yeah, exactly.
1: That that changes it. It's not just like, oh, they were close and they were still alive on decision day. It's like, no, they were in from last place at the halfway point.
0: We were in last place at the halfway point, dude. She got us in the playoffs. That is absolutely yeah. coach of the year material. And like if you've got some like some some type of like rules in place where she couldn't get it, you might want to rethink those rules yeah. cuz like your yeah. your award is shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> those like, are the same people that are voting for Messi for MLS MVP.
0: Yeah. I mean, these are also people who are probably like, there's what, if if the supporter shield is a $60, like, customize it online type uh, thing, I don't know exactly what Becky's getting for this award, but I wouldn't get your hopes up too high, Becky. If, like, <laughs> <laughs> sort of temper those expectations. Like, you're going to get a bottle of wine. Yeah. <laughs> but it'll be it'll be nice, you know. It'll be a nice organic, you know, natural bottle of wine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. <laughs> um
1: but unbelievable, um, man. Yeah. Truly. Truly. And you know, I like I'm not trying to get like past the next game or anything, but like no matter what happens, I really do think we're we're in a good spot at a roster with our coach. And yeah, I am excited. Um, and this is
0: something you would want to lock down for a really yeah. good off season. And like, exactly. you know, and then start to figure out the small little details that the expansion fucking draft ownership has not figured out of like, yeah. let's get really comfortable practice setups and, mm-hmm. you know, all the kind of like little stuff that as the aggressive startup that we've been, like we haven't figured out the small little logistical details, like, Keep the squad the same and start to just get better and better and better at the little stuff as a club and it'll start to pay off. Like totally. The more professional that we become, the more results we'll see on the field.
1: Dude, totally. Totally. But Friday, Friday,
0: Friday. Friday, Friday. Bring on at the Tacoma
1: Dome. No, sorry. That's just an ad I used to always hear growing up because that's where Gravedigger and all the monster jam would go.
0: Oh man, they should revive that for this. Yeah, game. a
1: little shout out for the all of our Seattle listeners. Instead, probably, we got to go we'll probably play have Hell's
0: none. Bitch ass turf, and know, you know, right?
1: <laughs> here we go. Yeah, some nice gray turf.
0: Um, hope <laughs> y'all like small little rubber bits. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alrighty, y'all, we did it. We did it, Joe. We did
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Angel City is in the playoffs, man. Angel playoffs. City is in the playoffs. Worst to first. <laughs> hey, we might be saying that in three weeks
1: from now, November 11th in San Diego. We'll see.
0: Who knows? But
1: yeah. And if I uh, if I prophesized and got my $25 championship
0: tickets just because they're 25 bucks, in Angel City, so I'm going to go there. <laughs> oh, you're going to feel like such a genius, man.
1: Oh, that'd be amazing. We'll see. We'll see.
0: All right, everyone. Well, thanks for a great season. Thank you for listening in. Um, shoot us messages on Twitter. We love interacting with everybody we and Good um, chatting and about these games. Y'all are the best fans out there. And uh, you know, thank you so much for listening. Seriously. Volamos. You make
1: it. You make it fun. Volamos, y'all.